Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 144 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you, and as always, every single time, I want to thank you for being here up nice and super late for the midnight premiere on Adobe Radio every single Thursday at midnight Eastern. We premiere on Adobe, and it is always a damn good time. Those episodes become available on all platforms the following Monday. I am encouraging everyone to subscribe, and, you know, I'll be that guy that asks for the five-star review. Fuck it. I think I deserve it. So go ahead, find us, give us a review, and uh, thank you all for being here. Episode 144, I've got two friends here that I'm excited to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. We've we've talked about them on the website, thespinningthoughts.com, before. And I am stoked to have them on the show. Everyone, welcome to my home. I've got Taylor and Sal from X Nations. Friends, how's it going? Hey, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Woo! Listen, you'll you'll start to see as we as we move through this that you'll have to start to match my energy. It is pretty fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. Like I think Sal just got some whiskey. I yes. just had this weird pineapple beer. Ooh. And I'm really embarrassed to say that I'm like kind of tipsy for one yeah. year. Yes. But to be fair, it's an IPA. Okay. Like, <laughs> hey, no one, no one is judging. And, you know, before every episode, I never go into too much detail, but before every uh, episode, I'm usually having a sip of something and a hit of something. So, you know, we're always feeling good over here at Spinning Thoughts. So, way to, yes. way to dig in, my friends. Now, Uh, Really excited to have you here. Like I mentioned in the introduction, we've talked about X Nations in the past on Spinning Thoughts, but I'm actually really excited to dive in deeper here for the next like 45 minutes and really get to know the band. Before we do get into some of the detailed questions, give the listeners some insight as to who X Nations is, the kind of music you're making, the message, it's just the overall vibe of the band, and then we're going to get down to the gritty stuff. I feel like I just have to preface it with Fort Lauderdale, 1984. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is the best. We, we have a lot of flamingos in our aesthetic. I think that comes partly from uh, Hamden, Baltimore, which is where half the band is from, being known for flamingos. Uh, and, like they're native? Uh, they're native there? No, the the plastic lawn variety. I was about to say, bro, you're telling me something I've never heard in my life. Baltimore flamingos. I'm like just trying to imagine what they'd look like. I feel like it would be really rough. Uh, They'd look like crabs, I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe with some bullet holes. I'm not sure. All right. So, so we were talking about these flamingos. I didn't mean to interrupt, but fuck for science. I had to clarify. Um, I think that, um, so you said like what we're all about. I think that, I can't remember which one of us coined this, but I really quite like it. I think it may have been Taylor's tagline, but sad songs that you can dance to. I feel Um, like I've heard that before. (laughs) I'm just going to pretend that it was from our bio. You have left our bio and that's where you heard it from. I I really think it is, you know? And if it's not, it is now. But it makes sense. I I can appreciate that. And, uh, you know, you got to just kind of listen to really get the vibe. But I'm also under the impression, maybe you can clarify, is are you guys about to like celebrate a one year anniversary? Is it just of this formation of the band or has the band been together longer? So just of this formation of the band. So I think it was probably last July that I met Sal for the first time. my old version of X Nations just kind of parted ways and it was never really like there was just something that wasn't cohesive about it like I just hadn't found the right people yet um so I gave myself like a little break between and uh I met Sal through some mutual people Dan had also went to school with him our guitar player so it was just kind of like a long shot really well we like his vibe let's see if he's into doing a long distance band thing and then we met at a record shop of all places. And then I feel like from there, it just took off. We wrote a song like what, maybe a week or two later was never yeah. got the money. Yep. Yeah. It, happened. it all happened pretty fast. Uh, X Nation, speaking of music, uh, the, the three piece, you guys are bringing out, you're dropping a debut EP. It's titled Tiny Sound in the Dark. It's due to drop 
on August the 24th. So we're like, you know, by the time people are hearing this, we're taping this still in July. But by the time people hear this, it's going to be fucking August, which means it's it's uh, drop month. Uh, from a broad perspective, how are you all feeling heading into this? I'm like mixed emotions club over here. Like <laughs> I'm 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 so excited. Um, but we also do a lot of it DIY. Yeah. So it's like a huge overtaking. Um, the artwork and everything that you see, it's like Sal's vision. I tag team some of it. So everything you're seeing from X Nations is done in house. Like Sal's vocals were recorded in his house. Like he did them himself in your kitchen, right? Yeah, uh, in my old, <laughs> yeah, in my in my kitchen um, and in uh, bed, yeah, just various places wherever my wife is not um, watching TV or sleeping, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, all that is really interesting, and we're gonna dive deeper into the the debut EP as we talk about it here, and and maybe learn more about the intricacies of of how you all write and record. Uh, you know, so on that topic, we've mentioned this in, in pieces on X Nations. Uh, you can find them on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. Uh, and we talked about, I remember seeing it in the uh, the article that one of our writers wrote, that you guys write your music across state lines, essentially. So in relation to Tiny Sound in the Dark, this is the debut EP from X Nations. Uh, how was this one written? Was it in that format and go into some detail on that dynamic? Yeah, it was all written in that format. Um, I think, you know, starting with Never About the Money, which was the first song we wrote, you know, probably two weeks after Taylor and I met. Um, it started out as me just kind of sending along a little um, synth loop um, and then Taylor and Dan being like, yeah, that's cool. Expand on that. Um, so then I kind of did a rough sketch of how the song could be. Then Taylor jumped in there, added a bunch of drum stuff um, and kind of did some arranging. Dan got in there, wrote some guitar parts. I put some guitar on it. Um, so it's very much like um, it doesn't, you know, when you write, you're writing this way, it doesn't really have the the sort of like raucous energy of like getting a bunch of people in a room and just kind of seeing what happens. It's much more of a meditative like writing process where you get to listen to something, you get to kind of unpack it, digest it and filter it through like your own sort of personal influences and production style, like on the fly. Like you, you kind of get to be a producer in a way, like, cause you're, you're doing it whole, all behind the computer. Right. And you have all these tools, right in front of you as opposed to just having the instrument that you're playing on your body as you would if you were kind of writing in a band in a room together um and i think that suits the type of music that we're doing really well because you know a lot of it is there's a lot of synthesizers there's a lot of um you know a lot of it's just kind of finding like cool sounds you know it's like what wacky synth tone can I get for this or how can I process this guitar to make it sound like an alien you know singing a song or whatever and you can do that in a bit more of a experimental way when you're kind of using the computer as a tool as opposed to like just your guitar and your pedal board um, right in front of you in a room practicing um, but the so so most of the songs kind of happen that way. The one song that we did actually write together um, is Blank White. We pretty much at least a good amount of that Taylor and I um, wrote together. Um, like <laughs> it was like after we played a show for some reason we were up. It was like midnight and like. I think Dan had the original riff and then we just started like, I just put a vocal melody over it. And we like, that was one of the few, I think that we wrote in the same room, right? Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think one. you had ever even heard that one. I was just like, man, I really, really like this guitar part with this arpeggiator. Um, but I know, I don't know where to go with it. And probably within five minutes, Sal is like doing that. Like, it's hard to describe it. Like when you have an idea like that, like zoned in crazy looking, you kind of looked crazy. You kind of looked a little crazy. <laughs> and, and you're like, do you have a microphone? Hell yeah, I have a microphone. And then you just spewed the first verse out. And it just kept going. We're like, it's 2 o'clock. We should probably go to sleep because we have to wake up 
really early tomorrow, but that was really cool to actually be in the same room. All right, so let me just ask about this then, and I think it's an interesting question. Maybe I'm wrong, but if the majority of your music has been written with distance involved, and now, you know, the exception is blank white, do you think that the songs would turn out differently if you had written them together? Would we be hearing the same songs that we're about to hear on the 24th of August? I think you would have been hearing them like back in May had we had been in the same room. So <laughs> would that tr- would that be the big change would be just when we're receiving it versus like the actual sound of it? You, you feel the sound would be consistent. Obviously, you could have accomplished it quicker. Right. I feel like that would be the one main difference because um, as far as like my writing goes, like I have a very specific drum style. I I keep it um, on like a similar like common thread. So I know what I would play and then I just record it into the computer and that's what it's going to be. If I were to do it in person, I feel like it wouldn't be as put together. Like it just wouldn't have as many like intricate fills or you know, this part wouldn't be sampled. It would be on just like a regular drum. So I think it would, it comes out a little bit more unique that way because there's more thought put into it. What do you think, Sal? I'm rambling. Yeah. I mean, kind of similarly, (laughs) I I think, I think kind of similarly to to the way that you're phrasing it, um, which is if you're doing things in a room together, you know, which is how I've done every single band that I've been in been in a bazillion bands as i'm sure anyone who's playing music who is you know 30 or approaching 30 has been um (laughs) you know you when you're doing stuff in a room you know you there's this kind of like opportunity to just like land on this magical thing that happens in the moment you know um but you're you're more limited because of the actual physical gear that you have in the room. So I think that if we were together, if we were writing in more of that traditional band fashion, you know, for me personally, in the terms of the parts I'm adding, you'd probably see more guitar than synthesizer because, you know, we only have two synthesizers as opposed to, you know, two hardware synthesizers um, as opposed to a bazillion infinite possibilities you know on logic or whatever in a midi controller right um you know i'm also like not you know i'm not you know bach or like mozart on the piano like (laughs) you know like i'm a guitar player i've played in punk bands my whole life so you know uh i'd you'd probably hear it would be like maybe a little bit more of a straightforward uh not straightforward but just maybe more guitar than than synth that you hear but when you know i'm in front of a computer i can really like experiment and you know just kind of you know uh, play around a little bit more with new with different sounds so maybe it'd be slightly different but the core of the songs i, I think probably wouldn't change that much maybe it would just change more from like a production standpoint in terms of like the textures and and you know it would that 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 lead line might be played on a guitar as opposed to on a Juno or something like that. Yeah, I also feel like the computer is way more honest because at practice, like I'll think something is really really great, and I'll listen back to it and it sounds horrible. Like the computer gives it right back to you the way that you put it in. Like there's not anybody like, oh fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. Like no, the computer is like brutal. Yeah, like, that's a good I, point. I thought I could do some backing vocals, and I just wanted to cry. Like, it, it was really, <laughs> really freaking bad. So I feel like the computer just keeps it really honest with you. Like, And every time we finish writing a segment of the song, we'll bounce it, and then we'll send it to each other. And we'll be able to listen to it like on the walk to work or the drive to work, however we're feeling that day. And you can kind of like tear everything apart and then go home and you know, rebuild it or actually realize that you like what you did. So I feel like that's a really good part of our writing process too, is just to be able to listen back and digest. This is, this is exciting. What I want to understand uh, here from you both is from just like a, uh, an overall kind of thought, was there one song off of this EP that really pushed X nations as a band? Just, for whatever reason, whether it was 
one person was was really pushed, but just collectively, like, what song is the breakthrough for X Nations? Ooh, am I allowed to answer this? Yeah, go ahead. I think, so? we should both, I think we should both answer it, because I'd okay. be interested to know what you think. And Yeah, Okay. I think We're All Black was that song for us, because it was the first one that wasn't loaded with a shit ton of synthesizers. I feel like that's probably the most bare song on the record. Like, it was one of those songs where you kind of had to take away all of the padding and weirdness that was on top of it to get down to the core of it. But I also feel like that was the song where we really found our sound. We were like, okay, like this kind of like dark pop, like that's what we want to be writing, more simplistic, but super dynamic. Um, So like tracks like that. So that would be my breakthrough song because there were a lot of times where I was like really stuck on what to do. Like the bridge was really hard for me to write. I didn't know where to go with it as far as drums go. So that one definitely pushed me. Sal? Yeah, I, that was what I was going to say, too. Um, I worked on that song for like four months. I've, I don't think I've ever struggled so much with a like with a structure and with a chorus for that song. <laughs> like the, the intro and the verse like came immediately. But I must have gone through like three or four different versions of the chorus. And as Taylor mentioned, it's like it's, it's sort of one of the more like uh minimalist it's it's still got a lot going on but it's it's compared to like can't get hurt which is like one of the earlier singles that you may have heard that one's like really bombastic and there's tons of hooks and a big synth line and everything with this song is just really tight and like surgical with every part and for me that was incredibly hard to do um and it just it was it felt like putting a puzzle together this song and just finding the right pieces was very challenging um but when we did it's it's one of my favorites on the record so i think it worked out really well yeah, you sent that, that to me while i was at target i was hyped oh. <laughs> i was like i was like oh my god i think he finally wrote a chorus for it and like when i heard it it was like Fuck. And you know, like, you're already excited because you're in Target, right? So to get even more <laughs> amped up in Target, that means you really, you know, met the mark. Oh, yeah. I was like blowing my money, blowing my mind. <laughs> I, I was having a good day. I think I had Chick-fil-A after that, too. Oh, time. my God. The bow on top, Taylor. Oh, man. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking so much here about the debut EP, Tiny Sound in the Dark. It's due to drop August the 24th from X Nations. And I just want to say this has got to be an exciting time to get to know this band, to be in the band, to be around the band, to support the band. That you know, as as Taylor and Sal elaborated earlier, you know, it's it's been about a year since this group of individuals have been making music, and this seems to be the future of the band. So get behind them, and I think you're all really going to enjoy it. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available the following Monday on all platforms. You can subscribe for free. Leave us a five-star review if you think we deserve it. If we don't, then leave us a four, three, two, or a one. Give us a review. It does help. And we just want to be out there getting the music to you. We're here with Taylor and Sal from X Nations. We've been talking about their debut EP dropping August the 24th. It's titled Tiny Sound in the Dark. We're going to listen to the latest single off of it. It's called Blank White from X Nations. Everybody, enjoy. Looking at an hourglass
see Can't do nothing It's killing me Far away Can you see I can't do nothing I can't do nothing Far away So you just finished listening to the latest single, and it's off the debut EP uh, from X Nations. It's called Blank White. Uh, Sal Taylor, give me any kind of insight that's specific to this song. Was there a message, a theme? It seems like uh, there typically is some uh, substance to to what you do. The weevils. You have to yeah. you have to go in deep. <laughs> okay. So this is a yeah. Um, I mean, all right. So. As we mentioned earlier on the show, um, this is one of the few songs that we wrote while we were in the same room together. And um, we, I think we had just gotten back from a show or practice or something, I don't know. And we started writing this at like 12 at night. Um, so we're in the zone, we're writing this song. And then I get a text from my wife who is back home in Brooklyn. And it's just of like a little bug on the floor. <laughs> And I'm like, what? And she's like, hey, like, I found this bug, like, by the <laughs> nightstand. Like, should I be concerned? Do you know what type of bug this is? And I was like, no, I don't know. I'm like, okay, like, whatever. It's a bug. We, like, keep recording. Like, and then the texts just start rolling in. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's a bunch of them underneath the nightstand. Oh, my God. Another one. Nah, I've Googled it. Like, so like just progressively, like finding out there were like, there was a bunch of bugs in our apartment and we were like, oh my God, are these bed bugs? Like, what the frick is going on? Um, turns out they were weevils, which are little bugs. That, I thought they were um, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like weedles, right? Yeah. Um, they're, they're like little bugs that like, live in like rice or like seeds or whatever and they just like hatch so like if you get a bag of rice and there's like weevils in there like and you don't eat that rice like in a timely fashion like you just you got bugs bro i don't want to eat that fucking rice at all (laughs) not in a timely fashion (laughs) only one weevil no big deal oh my god so anyway yeah i mean so it turns out that the, the culprit was we had bought my cat like is obsessed with watching birds and we put in a bird feeder and we bought a bag, like a two pound bag of bird seed. And uh, (laughs) yeah, it turns out there was about a million weevils in there. Oh, Um, so yeah, but luckily they had just started to hatch. Like, so we got rid of the bag of bird seed and it was all fine. Like we don't have weevils anymore. It was great. Um, But yeah, so basically that song was about like, you know, being like in this, 
this like moment of like you know tranquility or whatever or like this zen moment of like you know when i when i'm like writing music it feels like you know it's like my that's my jam you know like i'm in my element I'm like doing the thing that i love to do more than anything else in the world and then having that being interrupted by like a moment of like sheer terror from like the person that you love and being completely separate from them and not being able to do anything about it and that's like a very like you know this wasn't like you know she was like a medical emergency or anything you know but it's still like it's a paralyzing feeling you know and it's like literally there's nothing i can do to help you and you're freaking out and like i'm kind of freaking out because they're bugs of unknown origin in our apartment right now (laughs) (laughs) man i mean this is when i and i mean this when i ask for a band to tell me about a song this is the fucking shit i'm talking about this is what i want to (laughs) hear This is the kind of content I'm looking for. (laughs) I tried to, you know, dress it up in metaphor so that it doesn't like kind of read specifically (laughs) as being about bugs. But, you know, the the a thousand black balloons lyric, that's about a thousand little bugs. (laughs) Man. Man. I wish you could have like fit weevils in there somewhere. A thousand little Black, white of the moon. What do you think of my Sal impression? That, I think it's accurate. Oh, that wasn't Sal. That was you, Taylor. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> we have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. They drop everywhere. The following Monday, subscribe for free, and I will smile largely. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. The website is thespinningthoughts.com. I'm here with Taylor and Sal from X Nations. Their debut EP, Tiny Sound in the Dark, will be available August the 24th. And there is just so much, so much exciting stuff going on with the band. So I am, I'm, I'm really excited to say that Spinning Thoughts is proudly, uh, you know, sponsoring this up, an upcoming tour here for X Nations. You know, we got asked... Uh, f- from you know the the team that supports X Nations and and we are just stoked. We're behind this band. We're stoked for the EP. If they're coming near a city uh, that you live in or or even remotely by, we encourage you to go to the tour. Is called Tiny Tour in the Dark, and obviously that is in reference to the debut EP, Tiny Sound in the Dark, due out August the twenty fourth. So uh, this tour. You know, it's it's a smaller run, but I'll tell you, it's it's a meaty one. So you got it. You got to dig that. Um, you're actually going to kick it off uh, with a performance at I think it's the final Susie Palooza Festival in Long Island, New York, an amazing cause. That's on August the 11th. It's going to run uh, through Philly, through Baltimore, through my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And it concludes on August the 28th in New York City. So, uh, Taylor, Sal, talk to me more about this upcoming tour. It's actually Sal's first tour, which is pretty cute. Sal's first Mm -hmm. tour. (laughs) I've been in so many bands, but I've never, I mean, I've never done more than two shows in a row. So, out of state, you know, so this, I'm calling this my first tour. Because it is my first tour, and yeah. I'm fucking excited about it. <laughs> hey, there's, there's no shame in it being the first one. There's no shame in it being exciting. It should always maintain uh, a level of excitement, uh, you know, and I think that this is phenomenal. So, I mean, Taylor, have you? Have, what's your experience on the road then? Um, I was in a pop punk band called Car Party back in the day, um, like 2010-ish, and the... I guess longest tour I've ever done was like a 30 day with uh, set it off in every Avenue. It was their last tour. Wow. Ever. Very cool. So after going from that and then the band broke up, I was searching for a band for years to get back on the road. So this is kind of like my first time back and it's probably going to make me hungry for more. So oh, yeah. we probably are going to have to book some more tours. Well, and, <laughs> and this is this is what I was saying before we jammed blank white. Like, it really is an exciting time for X Nations. I, on Spinning Thoughts, we talked to a very diverse grouping of bands. And, you know, of course, a lot of the times we're getting, you know, bands that are signed to these big name labels, things like that. But X Nations right now, you guys are on the rise. Like, you are... Really, you're finding yourselves, you're finding your sound, and everything you're doing is just like there's this 
honesty to it and and just this high level of excitement i can get behind it and 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 it really it rubs off onto me so Again, everybody, I encourage you to check out uh, X Nations as they're rolling through uh, the Northeast over here. Uh, like I mentioned, Susie Palooza, you guys are going to, I think this is the band's first festival as well. So again, a lot of firsts going on here. Uh, how's the excitement heading into the, the kickoff of the tour with that date? I'm so excited because I've been internet friends with James for years. <laughs> so this is the first time I'm actually meeting James, the one that's putting it all together. Right. Um. So I feel like I'm going to be meeting him and then I have a lot of old friends that are going to be there. So not only are we like supporting this huge cause, I get to see all of my people, which is super exciting. And uh, they're, they're going to have like big raffles and stuff like that. And Bleachers is actually one of the artists that donated. Wow. So I'm going to be buying a lot of raffle tickets because there's demos from the first album that I haven't heard. So I'm probably going to spend a lot of money. And I think everyone else should, too, because it's all going to pancreatic cancer research yeah yeah and i actually know uh someone who's been affected and i just think that anytime you can support any cause and 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 of of course whenever music's involved it's a it's uh it's a good experience for everybody and it always goes to uh you know people in need so uh definitely going to be a cool event august the 11th it kicks off this tour and then i'm also i'm i'm seeing here please do not correct me if I'm wrong on this one. Uh, the album release is August the 24th in Baltimore with a fucking ice cream social. Tell me I'm right. <laughs> You're yes, fucking you right. <laughs> My yep. God, please. Guys, details on this one. <laughs> it kind of started as a joke between Sal and I. We're like, we should have like an ice cream social as our record release. And it just seems so far off because it was in the early stages. I think of the record, like it didn't have a name. I think we had just released Can't Get Hurt, maybe. Maybe it was before yeah. that. Um, so we didn't we had no idea when this like weird record release was gonna be. But we were like, it should be an ice cream social. And then it just looked cool in the poster. I was like kind of joking about it, and they were like, fuck, we should really do the ice cream social. The poster does look cool with like the neon y <laughs> lights that make the ice cream. <laughs> Seriously, it's yeah, awesome. we our you know, our our colors are like pink white and green and i think you know at one point or another i was like to taylor hey it kind of looks like a neapolitan ice cream sandwich mm. and we just i remember like at one point we actually designed like some some merch uh that was like ice cream based but we never ended up uh printing any of that stuff but anyway the idea stuck and you know like i don't know it's like who doesn't want to like go to a show and just have like a fun experience, you know, something a little bit different at a show. Um, you know, let's get like, it's the summer, it's the middle of the summer, like eat some ice cream. It's going to be great. You know? Oh, oh man. I mean, if, if more bands could incorporate this kind of shit, you know, man, I don't know why anyone wouldn't go to a concert anymore. Everyone's got an excuse anymore. There is no excuse in Baltimore on the 24th of August because there's going to be fucking ice cream. So uh, the free ice cream with entry, people. The f- like, do it. There we go. Think about how good your Instagram feed is going to look when you post a photo of you and your friends chomping on a nice ice cream sandwich, <laughs> listening to some indie rock music. It's going to be fantastic. I'm dreaming of all <laughs> the streamers. I'm dreaming of all the hashtags right now. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> it is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Hey, uh, I'm curious now. Uh, we're talking about. You know, the tour that you guys are all hitting up here uh, in August on your set list. Do you do you do you all approach covers? Oh, now that you bring this up, I've been trying to cover dancing on my own for I don't know how long now. Do you know that song by Robin? Should I? I feel I'm afraid to answer this right now. Should I? You probably heard it. You probably heard it. Listen, um, I'm the one a- that asks the questions, Taylor. I'm not used to receiving them. I feel, I feel very, I can't know what to do. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to attack you with Robin. Okay, so Robin. Robin. I, I've wanted to cover that for I don't know how long. We always talk about doing covers. Um, yeah. But mostly for, like, the internet. I don't know if we'd really do many covers live. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sets are never long enough, you know? For sure. Now we yeah, I feel like right. Yeah, now we we have a we got a seven songer now at this point. Um, I would love to do. 
you know, I've the best cover I think I ever did in a band. Let me start by saying this was uh, one of my last bands called No Nets. We played a Christmas show and we did uh, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You, which is very hard for me to sing because I don't have Mariah Carey's range, uh, <laughs> but it was great. Um, but I there's it's it's a lot of fun i love when bands like do a cover and kind of put their own spin on it and like you know do it in their own style and taylor really wants to do dancing on my own which i am fully behind too i think it's just a matter of us doing it um we're always talking about like i feel like the other day we we got into like a deep k-hole of like smith songs we would like to cover um it'll happen It'll happen eventually. <laughs> it's always interesting to to see how bands take others' music and, and make it their own. I think it's one of the biggest compliments one can receive in music. I encourage it. I always like to see it. So I feel like X Nations has a lot of potential in the cover area and kind of on this topic, a little bit different. Um, you know, I really actually enjoyed the remix that you all did for Can't Get Hurt featuring Unbloom. Uh, that, that dropped, what, in the spring, I want to say? Yeah, I think it was springtime. There we go. Yes. Ago, right? uh, it hasn't been too, too long. It's a really cool uh, like alternate version of the song. Do you, do you all have plans or even a desire to continue doing that with songs maybe off of the debut EP? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'll let Taylor speak to that, I guess, but <laughs> really, really quickly, just to, to give um, Unbloom credit. Um, Jonathan fucking crushed that remix. Like, yeah, he did. I love it. I remember, like, you know, we got it. We got it back. And it's like, sick. You know, I, I, uh, I work um, as a creative director, and I'm always like, you know, working with, you know, people who are creating art, and and you know, basically, my job is to critique it and tell them what to change about it and like there's barely ever been a time in my life I feel like where like I get something and I'm just like yeah this is perfect but like that was one of those times like he sent that to us and it was like wow holy <laughs> shit this fucking rules um so yeah uh, I would love to to I mean I'd love to work with him again um I'd also love to work with other folks I think you know our our sound I think it, it just it just lends itself well to remixing um taylor what do you think are we gonna should we be hitting someone up to do another track or what? <laughs> <laughs> let me just add that to my to-do list real quick um yeah i i love the idea of having alternate versions especially when like the ep has been out for a little while and we want to give the fans something new to listen to but we're not quite ready to expose them to new music if that makes sense, yeah. like new content, oh, I yeah. think oh, yeah. remixes are like a really, really great way to freshen things up. Um, I would like to hear some stripped down versions I think would be kind of cool. Like not quite acoustic, but just something that's a little bit more minimal. Yeah, well, like, you got to watch out, Taylor, because at some point you could be erasing yourself out of the equation. You just keep stripping it down. You know, <gasps> you, know you gotta watch out well, with them drums. You go straight acoustic. I mean, you could you could bang on. What are those little boxes called? What are those things called? Okay, home. There we go. See, you're the you're the, you're the drummer. <laughs> uh, I'll just be in the back playing bass or something. He plays I, bass too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you have secured your future with the band. Oh, they're stuck with it. There's, there's <laughs> yeah. like no That's way right. out of it. Hey, uh, in addition to the the debut EP, the tour that we just talked about. Uh, I also noticed a new killer T-shirt design. It does have those uh, Baltimore native flamingos on it, I believe. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's again, this is, I think, it, to really support this upcoming tour. Uh, what other merch does the band have? Uh, where can people get it? Is there any other, like, tour-exclusive merch that's coming? Uh, fill me in, in in this area. Um. Well, for starters, it's going to be the first time we ever have a CD on our merch table, so that's hella exciting. Sick. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to have uh, button packs that I'm actually working on now, uh, like making the packaging and everything like that. So it'll be like three exclusive button packs for the tour. Um, Sal. We have some other shirt designs that we'll have on tour. Um, we have... What else do we have? Other buttons. <laughs> all we have is shirts and buttons right now. That's all we have right now. We'll what? have a surprise. Well, we're going to come up with like some kind of weird thing to sell. 
Yeah, I think we will. Exclamation <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> there we go. Or the tiny go. sound in the dark that is keeping you up at night. Yo, wait, it sounds like you've already thought this out, Taylor. I mean, it seems like maybe <laughs> in the production line there are flashlights. It makes sense. That was on the fly, but like I'm really... That when you turn them off, they just go. <laughs> I really dislike the dark, so I'm actually for flashlights. That's now, a good idea. Now, I know that you, Taylor, I, I remember you saying that this tour might make you a little hungry for more, and I think Sal chimed in saying the same. Uh, is there anything concretely in the works uh, for after the 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 EP releases, you know, there's always like the cycle that follows. What are there plans? If there aren't, ideally, what what do you see happening to really push this EP? This is a good good moment for the band. Uh, it's gonna be a milestone in the career. What's the goals for the rest of 2018 in regards to supporting it? I don't know. It's pretty top secret. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> luckily, luckily, you feel like talking on spinning thoughts. I think. That's very true. <laughs> um, right now, it's like we're we're kind of just banking on seeing how this album goes, and then we're going to figure out how to support it in that regard. Like, I, I feel like that's kind of the best way to go about it. We don't know how the fans are going to take it, yeah. how labels are going to take it, things like that. So we're just kind of putting all of our energy into the now and seeing what it kind of brings after that. Like, there's some things that we have in mind, but... You know, we're just really focusing on August, September right now. Understood, yeah. and I can respect it. I will say we, you know, not to, to say too much, but we are writing, you know, feverishly. Um, well, maybe feverishly is a bit strong, but um, we are writing, we've been writing quite a bit, um, and I actually broke my arm recently, so I haven't really been able to play guitar, so everything I've been writing is a little bit more synthy um than the than the last EP. Um so it's just been really super kind of exciting period to to um be able to kind of write stuff without the without the use of one arm and a little bit challenging. Um but I'm really, really stoked on some of the new stuff we're writing and I hope Taylor agrees. I think she does. Uh yeah. I told you I was already <laughs> ready to release those like maybe a month ago. I was like, can we That's just fair. release Tiny Sound in the Dark so these songs can come out. Like yeah. I think some of my favorite X Nation songs are hiding in our Dropbox right now that are like 75% finished. I can believe that. And X Nations, you all do a very good job of interacting with fans on social media. We, uh, Spinning Thoughts and X Nations, we are friends on the socials. And uh, I encourage everyone to check out X Nations uh, because again, you can find a lot of really cool things. I think you all just posted like a quick, like a uh, snapshot video recently, like showing like behind the scenes with maybe even like, uh, something on a computer. I, I try to look, um, um, now it started with an S was at least what you titled it. I can't seance. Is that what you, what was that? Do you know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? Oh, You're yeah. good. <laughs> I do my fucking research. <laughs> I do my research. That's not recent. Uh, well, it's like kind of recent, but it's like pretty far back in our feed. I talk a lot, so, <laughs> so that I give you like that's the deep cut. That. That's that's the deep unreleased cut. That's the first <laughs> song we started writing after we finished Tiny Sound in the Dark, and All I'm right. really stoked. On well, that I think stuff. that somebody who who goes that far with due diligence to find this shit out gets a, gets to listen to it. Isn't that the result? Pretty yeah. much, and probably an ice cream cone. Oh, my God. And I don't even have to go to the show? Oh, you guys are too much. Exclusive ice cream. <laughs> hey, um, as we're winding down here in episode 144, and honestly, Taylor, Sal, I'm, I'm loving the conversation, and I'm really excited for what's happening here with X Nations right now and what I see coming around the corner. Uh, again, in my diligent, my very detailed uh, research, I did see that uh, X Nations was throwing out the idea of uh, maybe an X Nation street team. And I think street teams rock. Uh, you're not, I, I look at everything, by the way. But for bands who are <laughs> thinking about coming on my show, I look. I look at everything. Uh, I think street teams are awesome. There's some fun things that bands do with them. It's Really, it's a great opportunity for fans to like really support their favorite bands, get a little bit closer to the action. Do you all have any updates on this? Is this a for real thing that X nations is looking to do? It is a for real thing. I've been uh, messaging with fans 
uh, about it probably in the last week or so. Uh, it's probably going to be based out of Philly. A good friend of mine, Shana, I met her actually on that Every Avenue tour. Um, we've been in touch like on the internet like oh my god it makes me feel old for like a very long time and she actually offered to be like the street team president so she's going to be reaching out to people shortly um i've i've had some ideas we were trying to come up with like a cool name for our street team and we are failing so if anybody has any suggestions please yeah taylor you're you're pulling (laughs) the words out of my mouth because the next question on my outline right here and i i was I was excited for this question. I was going to say, every street team has a catchy, clever nickname for the fan base. I was wondering if X-Nations had any. But I'm also a fan of, uh, you know, putting out there that the band needs some help. So where would you prefer listeners of Spinning Thoughts to hit you all up with their, uh, like, fan name ideas? Hit us up on Twitter. I feel like that's where I'm most active. So what's the handle? Um, at X Nations Band. There we go. Now you know it, at X Nations Band. If you got a cool idea for their street team name or their fan, like, name, I, like Sleep On It, for example. What are theirs? Uh, they, I, I feel like they always go back and forth. It's, uh, fuck it, the, the pillows, I think they say sometimes. Uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> and then there, there's, uh, there's a band called Oh Weatherly that I'm a big fan of as well. They just dropped an album last week. It's called Lips Like Oxygen via Hopeless. And I remember at one point they tweeted out, you know, they were looking for band uh, fan band names. And, and I suggested, I don't know if they ever took it. I thought it was fucking clever. I suggested the Forecasters for Oh Weatherly. I thought that was cool. That's so cute. That's fantastic. So, Salad Taylor, if you want to hire me to come up with your fan name, I could, I, yeah, I could see what I could do. Yeah, please. Because this we were struggling. a business model waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful friendship. Uh, Salad Taylor, we are at the end here. And in the break, I mentioned to you, so the fans aren't going to get to hear this, but we're going to talk about it quickly, that, you know, by the end of an episode, you get to know one another, uh, that you're talking to, you vibe, and it usually becomes a... An emotional moment, uh, Sal Taylor, or are you okay? Are you okay? I mean, we're about to to conclude here. I'm like really like I'm not ready for this. Like you could have like <laughs> given us like a ten minute wind down. Morning. I didn't. Yeah, it this was, was like no a five minute. Like I just I feel abandoned. I've got my finger hovering over the play button on Green Day's Good Riddance. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's on that Vitamin C song, that graduation song. I thought that that might that might work. But uh, Salad Taylor, before we do sign off, is there anything else that you both would like to add or say to your friends, to your fans? Anything I fucked up? Anything I missed that you would like to to leave before we go? That's a lot of pressure. You know, a lot of bands have been saying that to me at the end whenever I give them the platform to, to say whatever they want. Man, maybe I got to revisit this. Is it a lot of pressure? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling empty inside. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I have so much to say, but so little time. You know, it is a lot. It is a lot to warning, say. Yeah, this I is true. Geared up for that. Fuck. I wish I, 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 I it's, think, go ahead, Sal. I was going to say, I, I think I'll, I liked your call to action to, uh, you know, help name our street team. Are you a pun master? Do you, you know, are there, are there some good puns you can make around our name or, you know, I mean, the meteorologist, uh, sorry, <laughs> the forecasters, <Yeah. laughs> like anything on that level, like, let's like hit us up. I, I want to know. I want to hear what people have to say. Um, Oh, other than that, you know, listen to our EP when it comes out. Um, we really have have put a ton of work into it, and we're super proud of it. And you know, we really appreciate anyone who checks it out. So, um, hope you like it. Taylor, I'm not going to let you off the hook here. I mean, you've had time to think now. <laughs> did you Did you like notice how I got really quiet? Like, I was just going to let that like really sweet thing like send us on our way like sal is the wordsmith here it's like all right all right i can end on this note um the only thing that i have um is pretty similar to what sal said like to anybody who listens to the ep like i know every band says this but we like truly truly appreciate it and we want to hear what everyone thinks so like 
whether you love it or you think it sucks and you hate synthesizers, like let us know. I, I will be happy to challenge you with synth talk. So <laughs> <laughs> I might just hit you up after we're done talking here so we can dive into that conversation. You're going to be like, your synths suck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm really excited for everything that X Nations is doing and uh, everything that that's seriously it's 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 really close august 24th the debut ep tiny sound in the dark it drops everywhere sal taylor thank you so much for being here for episode 144 of spinning thoughts okay thank you for having us once again i want to thank taylor and sal from x nations for being here for episode 144 of spinning thoughts their debut ep is available august the 24th it's titled tiny sound in the dark i'm really looking forward to it and i encourage you to check it out make sure you follow us on twitter at spin thoughts our website is thespinningthoughts.com we have premiere episodes every single thursday at midnight eastern on adobe radio Uh, We're trying to build up our YouTube. We are going to be posting a lot more concert vlogs and all kinds of like video reviews. We've got no subscribers. Go help us out. We're posting about it on the socials. So find it, sub it. We'll be here next week. We've got an exciting one. Until then, everybody, make sure you share music, spread love. Let's fly.